Hello, this is On The Left Side, the alternative football show. Looking down the back of the beautiful game's sofa, pulling out a few sparkly coins and an old boiled sweet. And what a week it's been in football. This week, somehow, Scottish football team Ross County managed to delete their entire website from the internet. I could hardly believe that story when I heard it. I didn't even know Scotland had the internet. So, on this week's podcast, we have some good news for Villa fans in what has been a terrible few weeks. Has LVG finally found at least some of the plot at Manchester United? And the secret of Slaven Bilic's success at Upton Park. But first... Goals! 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 Yep, everyone loves goals. Unless you're an Everton fan right now, because they saw four of the little buggers put past them in the Merseyside derby this week. It's not been the best of seasons for Everton. When your fans are looking back to the glory days and the reign of David Moyes, you really know you're in trouble. But don't worry too much, Blues. This is just a weird season. Absolutely anything can happen. Leicester, for example, could win the title. Arsenal might not finish fourth. And this year, so far, James Milner has eight more assists in the league than Mesut Ozil. I thought it was on the Yorkshire team that did two bugs. As I said, anything can happen. Everton may be looking down right now, but Liverpool are very much looking on the up. And if you ask their fans, Jurgen Klopp is a genius and a dead cert to bring Liverpool the Premier League title next year. And probably the Champions League and the World Cup and probably a few gold medals in the Rio Olympics while he's at it too. As for Kloppy, well, his ambitions are a little more down to earth. To make our fans happy. In derbies it's easier than in all other games. And so we should try. I just love him. He wants to make the fans happy. I fully expect to see him in the crowd at the next Liverpool home game, carrying out customer satisfaction surveys and giving little foot massages to those fans who weren't beaming from ear to ear. The fans may have been happy with a 4-0 win, but Kloppy, he wanted more. What can I say about second half? To be honest, I could sit here maybe and say it was really difficult, but second half wasn't. And that's what I said. Usually after 4-0, I don't know how to keep my smile out of my face, but today it's pretty easy. Jurgen Klopp properly throwing shade at Everton there. Oh, I would have enjoyed it much more if the opposition had been better. But if it's entertainment that Klopp wants, that maybe he should look at signing a little South American that's doing the business down the M62. Sergio Aguero, goal number 100 in the Premier League. Making him the second fastest player to notch up a century in Premier League history, just behind Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer, if you like. Yep, Man City star striker is following in the footsteps of the big Geordie Boremaster. So we can safely assume that pretty soon he'll also be wearing shirts that are far too tight for him and coming up with some snooze-inducing punditry on match of the day. Didn't get boring to me. But Aguero has a long way to go before he reaches the legendary status of players like Roma's Francesco Totti. The 39-year-old is expected to call an end to his amazing career at the end of the season and he's been going out with a bang. He's developed a recent habit of coming off the bench and immediately grabbing a goal, which is exactly what he did to secure a last-minute draw with Atlanta recently. Now, I say everyone loves goals, but does anyone love goals quite as much as this commentator? Capitano! 
He's either just witnessed his team pulling a draw back from the brink of failure, or he was being attacked by an angry bear. But don't be too disappointed that we don't have that kind of passion and excitement in England's football coverage. Just remember, we'll always have Phil Neville. He looks tough, he is tough. The ball's there to be won. He'll take ball and man with it. Okay, someone fetch that bear. That's it. Game over. Aston Villa have been relegated from the Premier League. And the writing has been on the wall for so long that the wall has actually been pulled down and a brand new American wall that everyone thought was great to start with but it turns out wasn't really up for the job has been erected in its place. And now the writing's on that instead. Dodgy metaphors aside, the slow, painful death of the club has been torment for fans. And in the last few weeks, more and more nails have been hammered into that coffin. Where do we start? How about with Flabby Gabby? Aston Villa's Gabriel Ambongahor was considered too unfit to play in the Aston Villa team for the vital run-in. Fair enough. You need to be up for the fight, and sometimes standards just slip. I'm sure he was going to try his hardest to earn his £50,000 a week pay packet by getting fit and fighting his way back into the team. Or maybe he'll just go out partying and get pictured with two scantily clad women in a hotel room strewn with canisters of laughing gas. Yep, it was the latter. And in timing akin to King Harold buying a new pair of glasses just before the Battle of Hastings, photos of Gabby in such a situation surfaced on the very same day that Villa said goodbye to their status in the top league. To me, the most shocking thing about the snaps was the tameness of the images. Come on, man. You're a multi-million pound footballer gone off the rails. You're in a hotel room with a semi-naked woman and a whole heap of illicit substances and the worst photo to pop up is you looking a bit moody with your arm round one of the girls. If you're gonna be an arrogant, inconsiderate prick, at least do it right. But he wasn't the only one coming in for a bit of flack after club captain Jolene Lescott described Villa's relegation in this way. It's been on the cards for a while and now it's official. Hopefully it's a weight off people's shoulders. Oh, poor old Joe. Does that feel better now, mate, that you don't have to worry about trying to win games anymore? Must have been a real worry for you, that. Misguided rather than malicious, maybe, but a bit of sympathy for the thousands of disappointed fans or the hundreds of people at the club losing their jobs might have been nice. At Villa Park, the staff cull has already begun with 500 redundancies at the club, including backroom staff, caterers and over 150 players. Hang on, what? 150 players? Why have Villa got 150 players on their books? You know the infinite monkey theory that if you put enough monkeys in a room with enough typewriters for enough time, eventually they'll write the works of Shakespeare? Was that kind of the plan at Villa? If we play enough players in enough matches, then eventually we'll win the league? It didn't work. In fact, at times, a team of monkeys could have done a better job. So, what is the problem at Villa? A lack of motivation, maybe? Well, here's where it gets really messed up. 
you assume that relegation to the championship means a tightening of belts for everyone, right? No. According to a national newspaper, some of the first team squad at Villa are actually facing pay increases as they drop down the leagues. What a great idea. Forget bonuses for winning the leagues or winning cups. Helping the club into oblivion. That's what should be really rewarded. But it's not all bad news for Aston Villa. They did win something this year too. The club have just been awarded Barclays Premier League Ground Team of the Year for the superb playing surface at Villa Park. Which is great news for the ground staff there. Well done. But let's give some credit to the players too. They helped keep the pitch in tip-top condition by rarely ever going near the opposition goal. Nice one, boys. If Louis van Gaal gets the boot from United at the end of the season, I'm really going to miss the guy. He's like the babbling uncle sitting in the corner of the room at a family get-together. Sure, you don't always understand what he's saying. You make jokes behind his back about him being a liability. But trust me, when he's not there, you're really going to miss the old fella. But it does seem that LVG is finally getting the hang of this football thing. He's even come out with some astute tactical analysis recently. In the last few days, he's already announced that Manchester United need to win more games and that they need to score more goals. So give him another couple of weeks and he'll have worked out the whole not conceding and the kick the ball side of things too. But it's not all quite so straightforward for the Dutchman. He's still coming out with plenty of Van Gaalisms. As you know, he likes to use the odd baffling phrase or confusing analogy to explain away his team's shortcomings. But this one, I think, takes the biscuit. In the Netherlands, you have an expression, uh, but uh, I believe I can better uh, don't say that expression because in English it is very uh, difficult to understand. Come on, you're not even trying anymore. At least come up with some totally ridiculous Dutch phrase. A greasy pancake needs the butter. If you sweat in the sauna, then you avoid the snow. Clogs should only be worn if the weather is mild. Actually, that last one makes a lot of sense. Whilst LVG is communicating in riddles, it's a step up from Slaven Bilic, who rarely communicates at all. If you take his recent post-match chats, it seems the Croatian has taken to replacing words and sentences with a complex series of grunts. There were three penalties here tonight. Are we seeing more penalty uh, kicks given? Whatever works for you, I guess. And at West Ham, it seems to be working. Maybe grunts instead of words is now the best way to talk to professional footballers. Boss, boss, we're 3-0 down. What do we do? Uh, uh, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Wow, that, that's genius. Let's do it! 
That's it for another week of On The Left Side Football Goodness. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, why not tell your mates? And you can find more On The Left Side online. Just search for us, On The Left Side Pod on Facebook or On The Left Side on Twitter. Right, I'm off to oil my windmill. After all, the mice won't visit if the oats aren't fresh. Because that's full time. See you soon. On the left side is a Paint Your Headphones production and is presented by Jim Salverson. Oh, that's that done. Cheers, Jim. Top work. Um, someone here to see you. Uh, Mr. Bear? All oh, right. Let's send him in. It's open. Ah! 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 Ah!